Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. This is me, Gonzalo, and I'm joined by my brother, Tiago. Welcome. Hello. Uh, and today, it's time for another book review. This time, it's quite the opposite of the last book. And if you followed, the book was Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, which was a very hard book, to say the least. Very disciplined book about getting shit done. And this one is a bit... It's a bit different. It's not about getting sense. shit done, but and this book in is... a different way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this book is called <clears throat> The Way of the Superior Man by David Data. And yeah, like we were saying, it's a very drastic change in a way that it's not so much like, get shit done, you have to do this <laughs> little bitch. It's more, it's still getting shit done, but it's more of understanding yourself of why you want to do those things and how to approach yeah. those things, you know? It doesn't need to always be like David Goggins. And to be honest, this book at points yeah, gets a bit woo-woo, quote-unquote. the main thing. And yeah, but, but there's also mm. a lot of very good information. So that's what we're going to get into. And uh, I feel like nothing better to get into than to kind of follow up from our last podcast, which was about masculinity, how men can become more men, and what society is doing to us. And this book addresses that so perfectly well and a quote i want to share right away i think this is from the first few chapters which is when he's talking about the superior man he says he doesn't need to be right all the time nor does he need to be always safe cooperative and sharing sharing like an androgynous mr nice guy so it means you don't always have to be the fucking alpha male gorilla always getting your your way and you also don't need to be like the the nice guy, the one who's always being nice, giving yeah. himself away too easily, and all of those things. So it's finding a balance in those two extremes kind For of For me, way. it was actually like um, a refreshing uh, look on the masculinity topic because he acknowledges that there is a feminine side to, to man yeah. and that you, need, you also need it. And the key is in balancing both. Of course, most men will probably need to have more masculine things in life in feminine and this versa with woman yeah exactly and and you see that in for example dressing well is more of a feminine thing even yeah, in men exactly it's still like but it's it's very important because if you were to be let's say a hundred percent masculine then you would also be like almost an animal yeah. to be honest like a Just gorilla around punching people because and... you you wouldn't care about some of those things that also make you better as a man that you need to get in touch but are more feminine, like dressing up well, getting in touch with your emotions, you know, not not always do you need to just push mm -hmm. through shit. Sometimes you need to sit down with whatever shit happened to you and just let it go. Maybe this means crying, maybe this means like being angry, being upset, but you need to do that or else you may fall victim of the, of, I don't, <laughs> don't want to say toxic masculinity, but you fall, you fall, you fall victim of a, a toxic mindset. Of where you're you're almost afraid of feeling those things because it's not mentally yeah i also yeah i also think the same you need you definitely need balance but you just need to balance in balance not not in a 50 50 kind of way it can never be like that but but giving each each of them the the due proportion that they deserve so that proportion very varies for everyone but for example for most men you probably need to have a lot of lot more masculine activities than feminine, which doesn't mean you don't, yeah. you, 
which doesn't mean you have to you don't have to have feminine activities you still need them to act as a a counter i think not not a counterweight but to complement your masculine side yeah yeah to complement exactly yeah it's exactly. like the yin and yang kind of thing each one complements each other but yeah he follows the he continues in the book saying that uh, the trend right now is whether masculine or feminine things are approaching yeah. more the middle line so they're being more balanced and like let's say in some aspects that's a good thing you know men let's say dressing better getting in touch with their emotions more to a certain point it's a good thing and like women being more independent following more their careers to a certain point it's good however when these things approach like or sorry or these things can approach uh, a fine line where it's not healthy yeah. anymore if things are too balanced especially in relationships between men and women things don't work because they need yeah. polarity it's like the yin and yang single symbol it's like they're not both gray you know they're black and white with a bit of each other inside and yeah. that's what makes and everything work yeah i think this this book was like it's a real mind opener uh, in regards to relationships yeah. i feel like the the way he speaks about relationships and the concepts is just something that would really help most people to know like even me before reading this you i didn't have this idea of, of the polarity thing of the asymmetry that there is between men and women and how we yeah. should respect that so lots of times you, you would give examples of like men just wanting to deal with problems through reason and logic so you most of most you have the the guy jokes about god damn it my woman doesn't make any sense she's so emotional <laughs> yeah because that's yeah that's right she she is like that and you can't expect to to win an argument or to solve a, a problem just with pure raw logic as much as you'd like to yeah. do it you can do that with other men with women you just have to kind of recognize that she will naturally tend more to caring about feelings instead of logic which yeah. and yeah. you also need to be kind of grateful for that when you're with a woman like that because that's what you want that's what the feminine kind of is even how jordan pearson puts it yeah, in it's the, the book 12 it's the for life it's chaos order, yeah. and like men uh, manliness uh yeah manliness is more of the order while feminine is the chaos but if you if you were not to to have that chaos then you wouldn't want it anymore yeah. it would be just like a pl platonic relationship between two friends mm -hmm. and yeah for me it was also an, an eye-opener in that sense because when you're in those situations your first instinct is to just be like oh my god she's so annoying why does she have to to be like this why can't she just be yeah, nice like, just like understand no, because, logic yeah and that's like looking yeah, back exactly. at past relationships that like that's so true like i always want to go in with the mentality okay there's a problem let's solve it through, through logic okay why did this make yeah. you so bad tell me this won't happen again okay done but that's not how, how shit works in the, yeah the and that's not how, what what they yeah. want they, sometimes they just want to if they're angry they just yeah. want to be angry and then they want you to, to be able to, anger, to deal with that deal and, with and not, you just have, yeah yeah it's kind of but like in the minds in the men's mindset that's just sounds like bullshit at least to me uh even before like reading this yeah. book that mindset just felt like it's like fuck why can't you just see be logical fuck i just yeah i was actually exactly. like I don't know. I, I was searching for even and even if I found a woman that was completely logical, logical probably I wouldn't even like her because that's not really what you're 
exactly searching for a woman not so of course you yeah yeah because that's not what the, the yeah, masculine search the, the opposite for. side you need is, is but, that more sentimental yeah. emotional side of things and i feel like that's one of the reasons why nowadays more and more relationships i'm not gonna say they don't work but they they work on yeah. a, a not so good way because you see like women are adapting more and more those masculine traits yeah because guys they don't are have not, them they are either not assuming those traits or they don't know how to deal with women when they're feminine. Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest mm. thing for me Let's that say, I don't notice, like looking yeah. to relationships, relationships with people in, in my life. Like, I think it's most, mostly it's the men not knowing how to deal with, the, with, with the women problems, how, with how she views them. So yeah. it's usually the men trying to solve the problems as you would solve them with a friend, with another man. Which really yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, because the the problem in those situations, or what is being said is the problem, is not really yeah. the problem, you know? Like, if if a woman is pissing you off because you didn't, I don't know, clean the floor, most of the, most of the times, okay? Sometimes yeah. it will be that the problem. But most of the times, that is not the problem. And even if it is, it's usually not to be dealt yeah, with in yeah, a logical you, you can... way. Which is kind of... <laughs> <laughs> and just a, a disclaimer, I feel like, if a woman were to hear this podcast, yes. she would think we're just some you misogynistic. Yeah, we're saying women are smart, we're just emotional. But, no, that's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not that. Which is not that. Like, it, and it, it's not to say that women and men can't have like uh, intelligent yeah. civil discussions, but I feel like they can't when they're in a, a sexual relationship with each other, because that's not the purpose of that. Yeah, that's that's more like it. So yeah, yeah, men can be be smart and dumb just as women can yeah. be smart and dumb. The <laughs> exactly. difference is that in a relationship. It, it's not even about being dumb or smart, but things flow differently in a relationship, yeah. just like they should. So we aren't talking about women and men in the broad context. So if you have a, a women friend, you don't really need to give a shit. Uh, you don't really need to handle things as yeah, you would in a exactly. relationship, caring about her feelings and stuff. No, she's a friend. There's a different type of connection. But when you involve romance, there's something else added to that. Yeah. And that, that's the... The most important thing if I even learned with the, this book is just like you really need to treat relationships in a different way that you do friendships. And that's something I don't think most people yeah. even know. Not I even most I, people. And let's say how how do people think relationships happen? It's like, oh, we were friends and then something happened. And sometimes that happens. But I feel like that's not even the, the best way to to start a relationship if it's just you were friends and then yeah, you're not it's anymore it's something weird <laughs> yeah it's i feel like because i don't know yeah because you come from a very logical kind of logical context yeah. to one that can can't be or should not be logical most of the times yeah Definitely. and yeah that's but yeah I f but that's like how, how most people and how most relationships come about you know it's uh, uh so it goes from strangers to acquaintances to friends to relationships. yeah it is and it's that it's that, it's about how much of them work so it's always like yeah. the the most the thing that really blew my mind was like i could see myself in my past relationships really identifying <laughs> with everything he said so like yeah it was just me always trying to explain things through reason and just being frustrated because she wouldn't give a shit about reason <laughs> so it's like yeah it's a real mind like a real eye-opener just to, to really know that even if you are right that 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 isn't even the point it doesn't, doesn't matter it's not it does not that, that's not the focus that's not what your focus should be your focus should be on trying to understand her her feelings and then just appeasing them just like knowing how to deal with them that's really just yeah. it
show that you're it's kind of like showing you're a man in face of yep. those problems but not in like the the logical man way oh so you are well, let's analyze well, it what did you do then, today uh, you don't normally do? i heard on i heard on the joe rogan podcast that if you run your probabilities yeah. of being happier are 73 percent higher CBD, yeah mushrooms? it's not it's not that <laughs> maybe I'll, yeah yeah but yeah and another another thing like that was super high opening for me because it changed a view on something you had for your whole life and you you kind of realize you were wrong, but it's kind of like a, a punch yeah. in the gut. Yeah, it's like, like oh, oh fuck, fuck, I've been doing this wrong. <laughs> I was, I was yeah. not doing this right. And another thing is, which I always felt, but I always felt it was wrong, which is for yeah. the masculine, the man, your priority and your what you're going to focus 100% of your yeah, attention definitely. in your life is usually going to be your mission, yeah, quote your unquote, purpose. your path, your goal. This can be your career, uh, business, side project, wherever it is. But men are, not men, masculine energy, which is most found in men, is always going to be like focused yeah. on obst an, an obstacle, a path away. And it's never, ever, ever going to be focused on relationships. Yeah. Or relationships not going to be your priority. It can't be. You know, I mean. For you to really never. be fulfilled in life, yeah. even what you're giving to other people, if, if your main goal is, is your relationship, you are not giving 100% of yourself to everyone because you can't because you're not satisfying your deep desire for your purpose yeah. to fulfill your purpose that's I, I think any man just like if you're real with yourself that's the thing you you most enjoy doing it's your it's your guiding purpose your obstacles in life your business your whatever it is that that mission that you have and you really need to put that first because if you don't put yeah. it first you're just going to half-ass everything else which I think it's just like a a, a hard truth to yeah. embrace because even I, it's the same thing. I used to feel bad about that feeling I had, like, oh, I, maybe I should put my my family first, my 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 relationships first. But it really can't be that way in order for you to to live a fulfilling life. Yeah, yeah. Because and yeah, because it comes back to the the order and chaos thing once again, like. Men, masculine, masculinity is order. And what, what does order like entitles? It's finding a problem and solving that problem. That's what men are forever going to be doing and want to do. And there's no other way to find meaning for men exactly. other than that, which is you find something which is a problem that you need to solve and you yeah. focus on that 100%. And only, like you said, like only by doing that can you then be a hundred percent on the other things too, on your relationships, on your whatever uh, relationships, pretty much. Because yeah, yeah. Basically, if you if you want balance, you need to put purpose yeah. first. That's it. there's no other and way around. And like it. to counterbalance this, like women are the complete opposite. Their priority, or yeah. not women, uh, feminine energy, which is commonly found in women, just to be politically correct <laughs> here, uh, yeah. is always going to be focused first, and it's going to always have a priority on relationships so this may be kids maybe you yeah, as a man love. but it's it's never going to be her career so to speak and when it is yeah. or if she decides that it should be she's not going to be fulfilled ever and, and that's there's also a reason uh, sorry to cut you off just to finish yeah. this there's also a reason why i think i i saw a study and i might be incorrect but i feel like 90 95 percent of women either had children or wanted to have children from a study they did and the ones who didn't yeah. like felt super regretful because yeah it's just like yeah i think it's just like common sense like 
in it's in your our DNA. Like for women, like just just speaking like through hormones and evolution, her purpose was to have children. So naturally, I think all women will want to to have a, a child. It's just it's in their DNA, just like there is for men to to be the provider. It's I think it's not even. <laughs> yeah, I think this it's just a common sense thing. Yeah, however, but, like common sense is not that common, especially. Yeah, it's not common. <laughs> the more if you we say go, this, like to, to just some random lady, she'll probably call you a misogynistic piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, and which I'm, I sometimes I feel like in these things, like I understand they're, where they're coming from. You know, like as a woman, if you were listening to this, I feel like you also don't want to hear just, oh, you should just take care of your children and blah blah blah. That's not also what we're saying. Yeah, what we're saying course. is that that should be your priority because that's probably the only way you'll feel fulfilled in your life. Period. Yeah. As as with men, we're not saying that you shouldn't give a fuck about your family and your girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. No, it's just that shouldn't be the first thing you give a fuck about. That's mm -hmm. it. Allocate your fucks in due proportion. Exactly, that's like the... Mark Manson would. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Mark Manson would say, uh, which is yeah, which is true because, like, especially I. I've been noticing this more and more, especially as we do the podcast. Mm -hmm. And like the more responsibility I take, the more like there are days where I feel like I just want to go to a beach and have no responsibilities. But most days I'm way more happy than when I had no responsibilities. Yeah. Way more, way more. Because you feel like it has meaning what you're doing. The, the obstacles you're overcoming have meaning like not only to yourself, but to others. Yeah, to other people. And for men, I feel like this is the 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 peak of like not pleasure but of meaning we fulfillment can I call it fulfillment because that's just really what you feel when you when you overcome that out especially like when you're you're feeling like you don't you don't want to do anything and then you actually do it like the feeling after that is just like it's bliss because you it's like yeah. you fulfilled your 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 purpose even in spite of all all all, all things considered And so exactly, yeah. But I think that's like a really like I think I think if a, if you only got one thing from this book, I think the, the that idea that you can put purpose in first and you should do it in order if even if you want yeah to give more to others that's that's the way you should do it. I think it's like the main thing that I got away from this book. I think if I only gotten that, I would I would be happy. Yeah, and like all this that we've talked about. It starts before even the first chapter, yeah, which crazy. is kind of crazy. It's, it's just like the introduction. And yeah, just to, for me to kind of wrap this up too, I feel like if you were to stop the podcast here, you should probably focus on trying to find what your purpose is. And this doesn't need to be very specific. Maybe your purpose is just doing the best you can every day, and then that purpose will manifest itself eventually. Maybe you'll find this in a job, in a business, doesn't matter. But you need to, like now that you're conscious of all these concepts, is to move forward with that in mind, with always doing the best you can and knowing that it's okay to like prioritize that, your mission. And yeah, but after this, he, he does get into the first chapter, which is don't wait for things to change. Do what you truly want to do right now. And it's like super good concept, of course, because most of the times, You'll notice, I notice this in myself, maybe you, one night you decide when you're about to fall asleep, oh, tomorrow I'm going <laughs> to go to the gym and I'll start my routine to get in shape. But then you wake up and yeah, guess you what? You feel like shit and you don't moment. do it. So, yeah. 
whenever you decide to do what you know is right for you, do it immediately. doesn't matter if it's two, two in the afternoon or four in the morning. You need to do it immediately because or else the excuse you came up with in the moment to not do it mm -hmm. will come up That's later definitely. and it's going to be even worse. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. And then if like, if you so, you decided and you like thought about it and you know this is a, a thing you want to get better at and you know it would improve your life, yeah. then do it at least one hour per day. And this kind of ties up also to a... Um, a concept I've been recently re reading about, which is called Kaizen. And it's this uh, Japanese concept of improving just a little bit every day, just like yeah. 1%, just one extra step than the previous day. And what you'll notice is that over a long period of time, let's say over 365 days, if you were to get 1% better every day, you'd be 37 times better than when you started, Yeah, which is crazy. I feel that that's like the, that's how change actually happens. I think that's the, the mature version, like mature person's idea of change. Because I know for, my, for myself, like most of, when I want to change something, I am immediately drawn to the idea that it, it's instantaneous. I can just do go all out in one day and then everything's nice. But when I eventually look at it from a, like a, I, I think a little bit more, I go through it and apply some logic to it. Yeah. I realize that it's really always in the long term. Things will never change day, day and, and night. That's just yeah. not how it works. And it takes a, a bit of maturity to, to realize that, to realize your own shortcomings and recognize that you, you can't just go all out and change whatever you want to change in, a, in one day. It's going to take const, constant effort. It's that, the idea you talked about that one step, one one more step every day will eventually get yeah. you there. And that's that's really yeah. it. That's that's the grown man's idea of change, and that's really how I yeah. believe things do change. And but what I've been noticing is like because right now my days in like in my case my days are always kind of the same. It's wake up, go to work, come back, do I don't know gym or mobility, yeah. then podcast. It's always the same. Mm -hmm. It's and I know that if I keep on this path, I will get what I want eventually. Yeah. But the the brain is so good at playing yeah, tricks just, with you. Yeah, just like constantly trying to fuck with yeah. you. Yeah. Like today, it was like, because I was a bit more tired today. I slept not so good. So the brain is naturally going to yeah. be running amok, like running amok. So I was just walking and then I was just thinking for a second. I was like, oh my God, maybe this is not the right thing to what I'm doing. So maybe it's not the right thing. I don't know. <laughs> da, 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 da. And it, it was like kind of raining. And then it started to become yeah. sun. And my thoughts started to become better. Like, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, da, 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 it's super nice. And then I, I took a step back and I was like, what <laughs> yeah, what's the fuck? Happening? I, went, I went from giving up to everything is okay just because the fucking <laughs> weather changed. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's just to, just to like finish my thought, it's be aware of like your brain and what your the thoughts that are running in your mind. They're not really you. It just They're yeah. just going to happen. So that's why it's super important for you to, in my case, write this shit down of what you want so that in the days where this happens, you can just read it and be like, okay, when I was in a good state, I wrote this and I want this. So yeah, let's keep moving forward. A really powerful con concept. Just like never make decisions when you're feeling like shit. I think that just avoids so many <laughs> exactly. problems because you really aren't you when you're feeling like shit. I mean... Maybe you are always feeling like shit, so that is you, but, <laughs> but <laughs> your ideal self is very different than you 
when you're feeling like shit. Maybe all it takes is just like one hour less of sleep and you start to view things with a whole different lens. So if you just like, a, I think a good advice in life is just like, if you're having to make a really important decision, just do it through the course of one week. So just like try every day, just t reflecting about it and it's like, aggregate the thoughts of the entire week and then make the decision i feel like that's that's something at least i've yeah. been trying to do more with like a process like making decisions just because like one day all it takes is just one variable to be off and then you're completely fucked so at least give yourself the chain the chance yeah <laughs> it's for sure yeah because yeah that's why i feel like also a lot of people fail in their diets and their trainings whatever because when you have those days yeah. if, you're, if you don't have things written down then you're just gonna go for the extra yeah. cheesy pizza in like in a heartbeat you're like yeah i deserve yeah. and then you eat it yeah it's really like, important oh, God, to have things like, written down. did i do this i'm as time passes i'm i'm, I'm valuing it yeah. more and more just because it really is different when it's written down instead of in your mind because in your mind your brain is an expert at making at yeah. bullshitting its way through everything so it's yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah it's just, it will bullshit sure. you but if you have a piece of paper written on it there's no way of going around it you wrote that and you know it's true it's way more diff more difficult for your brain to to try and yeah. fool you yeah and like the the, the thing yeah. you were saying of don't make decisions when you're feeling like shit i would also say don't make decisions when you're like yeah. feeling super happy either because I, I feel like that's when, for example, what, what decisions happen when you're super happy? You're like, fuck yeah, let's start, yeah. let's open a bar, let's get married, let's, whatever. And it's either, either extremes of the emotion scale, let's call it, are not good to make, uh, let's say, long-term decisions of any kind. Even short-term, not, like, okay, you, you also don't want to be living, like, the super strict life where everything is always the same and you never change. But be very careful, especially about long-term decisions, to not make them when you're feeling super good and when you're feeling super shitty. Mm -hmm. Just try, try as much as you can to find like your safe space. Yeah, I think, as one I think there's it. like even a, a good quote on that. It's like, don't make promises when you're happy and don't make decisions when you're sad. Or something yeah, like that's that. it. It's so very good. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and moving yeah, on. To, yeah, moving on to chapter number two. I actually want to read the quote he says on this one. And the, the chapter is called, Live with an open heart, even if it hurts. Closing down in the midst of pain is a denial of man's true nature. A superior man is free in feeling and action, even amidst great pain and hurt. If necessary, a man should live with a hurting heart rather than a closed one. He should learn to stay in the wound of pain and act with spontaneous skill and love even from that place. And this... I feel like it touches a bit more on the the feminine side of the man, yeah. which is because a very, like, let's say David Goggins, what he would say or what he would do in those situations is to just keep pushing the pain, just keep, let that feed you and keep moving and don't, uh, like, fall into that. Yeah. But I feel like this mindset is a great balance to the, the other mindset, which is you need to, to learn how to deal with that. And to know that it's just a feeling at the end of the day. Because what, what do we do when we feel pain? We feel like our whole life's going to collapse. Like, let's say a girl doesn't like you. You got rejected. It's like, oh my God, now I'm a piece of shit and I have to change everything. And da, da, da. It's like, no, let the, the pain, like, let it not build inside you, but 
experience yeah, it inside it. you. See what it feels like. And what will happen by feeling that is that eventually and like sooner than later, the pain is just going to go away because that like emotions require you to feel them before they can move on. But yeah. 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 That's just like a really good concept. I feel most men are lacking on, which is like how to deal with emotions because I feel like most, what most people do, especially men is just like they, they experience some unpleasant emotion and they just don't want to experience it. So just, they just close themselves yeah. down. Maybe that's, that reflects it on the on its physical side. So maybe that their breathing becomes shortened, their posture changes, they just become more closed just because they're they're making, even if, if it's unconscious, an effort to try try to shut down that emotion. Which really won't get you well it will I mean it can get you somewhere, but it's it's a very different experience and I, I would argue and a more pleasant experience when you open yourself to pain, when you welcome yeah. those unpleasant emotions. Because when you look at emotions, all they really are is is like our triggers for for you to know what's working and what's not working. Yeah. Or at least that's what's your brain. It's your brain trying to tell you, explain yeah. you what's working and what's not working. So, if you are feeling pain, there is a reason for that. You have yeah. done something that is causing you pain, and that's the the sign of pain. It's the sign for you to fix that thing. Yeah, so it's it, not it, like it's not yeah. a sign for you to assume you're like a piece of shit. It's not. Don't yeah. take it personal, pretty much. Yeah, Just yeah. Imagine... don't take yourself personally. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because I feel like most problems also come from people like ourselves taking stuff personally, you know? Yeah. For example, let's say you're an artist. Somebody says, oh, I don't really like your painting. They're not saying you're a bad person. They're saying yeah. your art was not good, not you. And mm -hmm. you can always change the whatever is bad. But if you assume that it's bad with you, and like when we assume that most of the times we assume we can't change that. Yeah, and that's where all the problems come from. If you just embrace the pain and know, like, oh, the pain is coming from here, if to change the pain or whatever, I just need to change this situation here. Yeah. Just like no strings attached, then it's all good. Yeah, but if you start just being like, uh, let's say the girl rejects you, she rejected me because I'm a piece of shit and I have to change my whole thing and I'm gonna be uh, sad for my whole yeah. life. No, maybe she was just having a bad day and that has nothing to do with mm -hmm. you. Have you thought about that? Yeah. Like. Stuff like this, don't take shit personally and just keep moving yeah. forward. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's just, that's the, you really, that's the, I, I think that goes back to the importance of having the masculine and the feminine in, in balance. So, for, on the, I think that one, on one side, it's really important to look at emotions with, with some logic to it. So, I'm feeling pain because of X. X made me feel pain. I need to stop doing X. Okay, that's like, I think that's the, the masculine approach to it. But then to get to that yeah. approach, you need to feel things first. So to get to that exactly. masculine way of viewing things, you need to go through some, uh, some femininity in yourself, which is just really like maybe closing your eyes and feeling whatever you are experiencing right now. So that may be pain. You may be sad. You may feel like a knot is in your, your throat. But in order for you to go through the, to, to fix the problem, I feel like you need to, exp you don't need to, but it may, it, it really facilitates it if you just experience the, the, the emotion. Then you can get to, to exactly. looking at things with, with reason. You can look at things in proportion because you're not, you're not constricted by... Yeah, by you're your not attached story. to the emotion anymore. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And like moving forward with this and like embracing things and just being aware of them. I feel like uh, mm -hmm. we go from chapter two to four because three I didn't really thought was that important. And uh, which yeah. is know your real edge and don't fake it. 
because like at the end of the day people will always know if you're trying to fake to fake it and especially you will know if you're trying to fake it with yourself let's say you you're trying to go for a goal and you kind of kind of hit your, a threshold or you kind of feel like it's doing too much you can't take it any anymore to a certain degree you can push it but just know that don't try to fake it where like oh no i'm not in pain oh no this is, this is nothing no like you will know it and other people will know it and just to mm -hmm. use a quote that i kind of bookmarked here it's a, a fearful man who knows he's fearful is far more trustable than a fearful man who isn't aware of his fear and the fearful man who still leans into his fear living at his edge and putting his gift out from there is more trustworthy and more inspirational than a fearful man who hangs back in the comfort zone unwilling to even experience his fear on a day-to-day -day level a free man is free to acknowledge his fears without hiding them or hiding from them which like the quotes over there and it once again goes back to being aware of your emotions which for for most men me included doesn't feel good nor natural nor like yeah. you want to do any of this mm -hmm. that's i feel like this is a, i think it just has really the balance aspect of it just really nailed down because even if you if you see the way it talks about fear which is just like this is a bit further uh, in the book from that quote which is like living with your lips pressed against your fears kissing your fears neither pulling back nor aggressively violating them which i feel like is the the good way yeah. to embrace change in this in this case fear so you can't just not uh, confront them and just ignore them that, that makes you a coward but you cannot you cannot also expect to just like go head on just like go against your most deepest darkest fears at once and just expect to win you won't do that yeah. which the more realistic thing is just like exposing yourself to it a bit every day which will eventually create create some tolerance in you and you will eventually get to to the darkest fears and eventually beat them and to go back to the to the quote it's so it's like it's the thing you said a fearful man who knows he is fearful is far more trustable than a fearful man who isn't aware of his fear so it doesn't make you weak to acknowledge yeah. your fear it actually makes you stronger because now you know your boundaries you are a more balanced yeah. and experienced person just because of this you know your limits so you inspire more trust just because of knowing your limits and your limitations what i also saw is that uh, most of the times when we when we like see we have a problem we need to solve it and we don't go for the small steps because also of ego because you just want to take the small the small the the big step and get it done with yeah let's say if you have if you have social anxiety the next step to take is not to go do a, a speech in front of 1000 people yeah maybe it's just to go say hi to the lady in the cafeteria you know mm -hmm. but that doesn't it doesn't feel like progress yeah, it doesn't expire it feels like it's just like it's just a step bro i want to just jump yeah. over to the the top floor but once again you have to remember like i said in our last instagram post which is not a, a quote for me but it's a good quote the journey of 1000 miles starts mm -hmm. with a single step that's it it's just if you take that single step enough times you'll get the yeah. 1000 miles done but you can't you can't wish to just jump 500 miles ahead and then 500 miles again yeah i think it's because it, yeah because it's mm -hmm. just unrealistic expectation it's also i feel like a different it's also really appeasing appealing to your ego and it's also like a different form of laziness because if you really think about it it's way more difficult to take 
1,000 small steps than to take one giant step. And yeah. that's just you being a bit lazy with, with things. You can't expect to take uh, just to go all out one day and things to be changed forever. No, it will take a consistent small effort every single day and then things w will change, which that's, that's, I think, why it really takes mat maturity to, to recognize that because... Yeah, and, and a lot yeah, of patience. because it takes and patience. Like dealing with, and dealing with like your emotions and your ego and kind of calming yourself down and be like, okay, we're going to have to take this slow. Because I was also thinking the other day, let's imagine a show like The Biggest Loser. They lose a lot of weight, but then they, like I thought, I think it's 80% of them get all the weight back. Yeah, something crazy like and that. in my opinion, why this happens is because you go from, let's say, a, a very low standard to a very high one, and there's nothing mm -hmm. in between. As if you were to gradually like start climbing the ropes, even if you're in a, let's say, you, you go up five levels, and then you fall down one day, you can still hold on to the fourth level. You don't need to yeah. go to zero again. As, as if you're just to the, oh, a big step. Ooh, if you fall from that big step, it's straight back to zero. Yeah, that's also true. That's a good analogy. But if you if you take like yeah, let's say you take five hundred steps one each day, if you fall on the five hundred and first day, you fall back to the the five hundred step, not to the first one. Yeah. And yeah, and that's the biggest loser example is really good because that just shows you that even your the way your body is wired is like that. Yeah. Because what happens to them is they go from being overly fat to to this fit person in just like three months, something crazy like that. So the they get to losing like 100 and something pounds, which is, which is crazy. And it's crazy because you have to do it. So, uh, it's a crazy result and you need the crazy method to, to, to achieve it, which is like really dr dramatically reducing calories and yeah. do a shit ton of cardio and cardio is what they do. And y your body, okay, sure, it loses weight, whatever, but then it gets stuck on that. For, in order for you to maintain that, you have to keep doing the, the ridiculous amounts of cardio and yeah. eating almost nothing. And that's not the, that's the, the thing. It's, the, it's the, the giant step versus the small steps. So if you, it, it, with the biggest loser cases, it, all it takes is for them to just go one week eating a bit, yeah. a bit more, they gain weight. Instead, if you, if you had lost that weight to a, uh, a period of time, like one year, three years, something like that, you could have those occasional weeks where you eat a, bit, a little bit more and you'd still be fine. You, you'd have something to rely on. In and then case, it's like, and then it's permanent change because if you can you exactly. do something for a year or three years, then you can do it for the rest of your life. And even if you fail and you slack off for one week, you, you are conscious of the, the effort you did for three years. So it's very easy for, like, for you to get back on the train. Definitely. Yeah, but it's like that. However, if you just grind it through super hard for three months mm -hmm. and then you just slack off... You, First of all, you know how painful it is to do all that incredible effort over that short period of time. So yeah. maybe you, you feel even worse and go even like even more on the opposite end. Mm -hmm. So yeah it's, yeah, it's just that concept. Take slow steps eventually lead to big goals. Exactly. But eventually, not tomorrow. Exactly. So be very aware Patience. of that. And then, yeah, but now moving on in mm -hmm. the book. Uh, now I go to chapter six and it goes more into relationships. Yeah. the relationship yeah. between men and women and more like practical stuff and this one is called never change your mind just to please a woman and i feel like most men and probably both of us are guilty of this at some point you compromised what you wanted to do for yeah. the girl because you thought it would be better for both of you however 
it's even though it's counter like it's not logical yeah. but it's this is not meant to be logical because women are especially in sexual relationships they're not thinking yeah. logically and that's not a bad thing we so, don't say that in a negative way <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's, yeah it's a good thing it's exactly it's like, how it should be but you yeah. have to be aware of that and you, you can't come in this with a logical sense so let's say you're planning to go to to the movies and you really want to see the avengers but then she's like oh i don't know i don't really like the avenger and, da, da, da. and then you end up watching the romantic comedy that is not good yeah. for either of you because she would have preferred you kept your manliness manliness and your word as a man and just went for the avengers knowing that she didn't prefer that movie over you like um compromising yeah. just to please her and and that's that's yeah. that's where Go i think ahead. most men and especially me got everything like you just you just felt like are you for real like <laughs> i did what you wanted and you're still mad what the fuck do you want i think that's the that's where it comes from so you, that's the perfect scenario you wanted to, to see avengers she doesn't you compromise and you go to see a, a, a bullshit romantic shit yeah shitty movie and then you get to the end of it and she's still mad and you're like motherfucker <laughs> like i could have watched avengers yeah and and like if like reading this book because at the end of the day what the woman wants is not yeah. to see the romantic comedy she wants you to be a man yeah. even if she's not aware of that because most of the time yeah, she won't be consciously aware desire. of that and when you compromise yeah it's for you, you to take charge man, just by the nature of, of compromising yeah in whatever it is and it yeah and it's very funny to see because that's so like counter yeah it's counter, counter what we always saw in movies and tvs and advice like the other day i was seeing a movie it's called uh what's it called crazy stupid love with ryan gosling and emma stone and like the movie starts off well because it's so ryan gosling is just like this super like high yeah. attractive dude alpha male and he's like he gets the girls and that point they played well but then eventually first of all they they show that as if it was not yeah. a good thing first of all like the guy dresses well, talks well, goes for what he wants. Douchebag. Oh, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of like thing, that thing. And then the the guy we should like, it's the the father with like, is I think I talked about this in the podcast already. But <laughs> yeah, the, I think so. like the 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 wife cheats on him, and then he starts to become more like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, which is fair enough because like he needs to move on with his life. Yeah, and then it's like that's a bad thing. It's like he dresses well, goes talk to the woman he wants. It's like a piece of shit now and you're, and you're left thinking like is this the advice we're giving yeah. that you should just be a nice guy you were good as you were why did you have to change because that's not what anyone wants yeah, from you. No that's one, not what no you one. want from you what your man friends want from you and what your woman yeah, wants especially from you. your woman they that's want the least deep thing. down that's yeah the last thing they want you to wants. like take charge they don't want you to like if she starts screaming at you for something like, oh, you didn't clean the floor. She doesn't want you to clean the fucking floor. Yeah, and floor. that's the worst thing in that scenario. Or she she wants to be a fucking man yeah. in that moment and be like, let's give an example. I didn't clean the floor because I have other priorities in my life. When I have time, I'll clean the floor. For example, it, it, she doesn't want you to be like, oh, oh but why do you have to complain? <laughs> I cleaned it every other week before. <laughs> that's not what, that's not first of all listening to that do you think someone would find that shit attractive first of all yeah that's, i think can you imagine a scenario where that's attractive yeah. like you can because it, it, it's, it's, it doesn't exist it doesn't exist like whenever a man just concedes that yeah th that's like in that scenario just 
okay, fine, I'll clean the floor. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck is that? You think any woman wants to? That's why they're still mad at you. That's where most men get confused. Like, but I'm doing what she said, and she's still mad. Of yeah. course she is. You just, yeah. you just showed yourself to be a huge pile of jelly. Yeah. That's yeah. You have no that, backbone. That, that's to why stand she on. even gets madder when you do that. Yeah. It's because like, because and it also shows there was not a purpose for you not cleaning the floor. Just like exactly, you're, exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah, you were you were just like, oh fuck, I forgot. Oh sorry, let me clean the floor now. Don't be mad. Yeah. It's like no, it's yeah. Just you have to show that masculine presence, mm-hmm. even if and sometimes she may get even more mad at you at the in the moment, but it, it doesn't matter because yeah. long term you should always assume that position yeah. of I'm in charge of what I do, what I do has a purpose, and like when you need to deal with her emotions, deal with them. But never in a logical way, and never in a way of like conceding to her. Yeah, you can. That sounds can't very. Concede. That's like conflicting. But yeah, in the book, like the way he talks about it, you just you kind of need to snap her out of it, which is which sounds kind of absurd. And even me saying it <laughs> still, it it feels like it feels offensive. It feels like if a woman were listening to this, I know she would find this offensive. But she is not being logical. So it's like like he says in the book, you need to just like grab her and. Just try to distract her. Start screaming. Start making her, making her dance. Whatever. Like most probably, it will work. Just because that it just needs yeah. to have that like emotional mind shift. That's all she wants. She doesn't. She's not looking for you to 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 shower her with logic and explain why you didn't yeah. clean the fucking floor. No. Deep down, she just wants to to feel good. So just make her feel good. She wants you to be. She wants to feel your. She wants to feel like a woman. And the way she feels like a woman. Is by you acting like a man, pretty much. That's it. Exactly. And so yeah, you just, yeah. In those scenarios, you just need to act like a man. And f- and you and you also can't be emotionally reactive. If she says this and you do all of this, but you're like super pissed, pissed off and butt hurt, like she will notice that. You need yeah. like you need to be alpha, pretty much. That's the, yeah. You need to be an alpha. That's just it. Pretty much. That's you it. You can. Yeah, that's just it. I guess. But that's, but that's like. That's not what anyone ever told anyone. Yeah, no one knows that. Even like after reading, it makes so much sense. Yeah, I, if I feel frustrated just because, of, <laughs> yeah, like, like and, if I had uh, known that like a yeah. couple of years ago, it would have been really helpful. But no one, yeah, for sure, no one explained me that. They even explained the opposite. Yeah, the, the, yeah, they're like, oh, you should be good to your woman. Yeah. If she needs you to clean the floor, well, it's time for you to clean the floor and give her lots I, of flowers and. Chocolate. I feel like yeah, I feel like the problem was. <laughs> So oh for, a, for a long time, women were treated like shit. So yeah, yeah that's also true. That's okay. That's a fact. You can't go around it. And there were lots of those jokes of like women being too emotional. It's like, oh, she's mad. Just slap her in the ass and keep on going, whatever. And okay, yeah. So I, I feel like in a response to that, there was a lot of a push to try and make women seem like to, as they are smart just like to, yeah that's so that they should be treated as smart human beings which which is true but in this scenario but with most men the take from the from the this advice of treating her as a smart human being is to try to reason with her and when you yeah. try to do that everyone gets worse because of it so you have to yeah. listen to that kind of i think even that that instinct you have as a man which is like just disregard a bit what she's saying. Just go yeah. straight to the to the essence of what she's saying. Because in the end, yeah. all those little fights over the kitchen, if it's clean, if the house is clean, it goes back to something way deeper than that. She doesn't really care yeah, about not, that. It's, yeah. it's always about 
something else. It's more like uh, our emotions being expressed, like like the physical world, just an, an excuse to express them. And it's just yeah. And like if if you listening to this sounds kind of like yeah, sure, that sounds all good, but I don't think this would work with yeah, just my try word. it. Then, <laughs> yeah, and one thing, just try this too. Like listen to a, a guy conversation. If you listen to a conversation by guys, men, it's very logical. It's like it goes from football, then there's a logic segue to another thing, to working yeah. out. And it's it follows a very logical route. If you listen to women talk, like if they go to a coffee, bro, that shit's yeah, yeah, yeah. all over the place all the time. It's like, oh yeah, those shoes are nice. By the way, did you see the news about that? And I'm like, oh, I have a new dog. It's it doesn't make sense. And that's exactly how they are. They're very emotional, and they go where the feelings yeah. go, where they lead them. So yeah, just yep. deal with that. Moving on in this way. But moving on, chapter number eight. Let me see the title. Wait, eight or seven? Oh, number seven. I'm sorry, guys. I'm skipping ahead. Uh, so chapter number seven is your purpose must come before your relationship. And uh, we talked about this bef- like in the beginning too. But yeah, it comes down to women. women's uh, number one priority is going to be their relationships. But for you, it's never going to be that. Yeah. And it's okay. I know like uh, for me, first hearing this, it, yeah. it didn't feel, it felt ri- right, but also not right because... It felt like you were kind of being there for the people. Because many years of conditioning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But but no, this is, you need to to know that the the best way for you to give to yourself, to the world, to to the people who you like, is by focusing kind of on yourself and on your purpose. Because that's the only way you can truly feel fulfilled. And by then being fulfilled, you can be 100% with your parents, with your your, uh, friends, with your girlfriends. Because... Otherwise, you're always going to be like kind of lacking, kind of always giving and always 80% but never reaching and I where think you could have reached. That's the, 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 the thing yeah. that really shows because when you're not focusing on your purpose and maybe you're deciding like to focus on your relationship, you will always feel a bit of resentment because you know if, this, if it wasn't for this relationship or this, this thing, I could be giving a 100% on my, the thing I really enjoy. So... Not only will you feel a bit of resentment towards your family, your woman, your children, whatever it is, they will also feel it. They will feel your resentment and you can't hide it. So that's where it goes back to really yeah. the, that's putting your purpose first, first is really the only option. Because if you don't do it, all the other options just become shitty options because they there will always be repercussions so exactly. even a woman for example for a woman love and relationships are the yeah. most important thing so and because they are the most important thing for them they will also they will want you to view the the the, the world as they do so they will also want you to yeah. put relationships first but deep down this is what they want because if you if you were to do this she would actually feel worse yeah. because she would know you are not being a true man by doing this yeah, exactly. and she knows you compromised just because she wanted you to, and th- and that's yeah. like the the last thing she like deep down yeah. wants you to do. That just that's what kind of breaks relationships too. I feel like, for example, if the guy moves in with her or changes jobs for her or yeah. like that, things he thought, oh, it's gonna make her super happy, and then they're always having fights after that mm-hmm. and all that. It's because she felt you like kind of cracking in your in your will in your path, and yeah. And uh, just finish this. Yeah, you need to 
it's okay. Like, it's okay to focus 100% on this and kind of maybe give less time that you're giving right now to your relationships. Because, because know that you will never be able to have good relationships if you don't do this. Because like you were saying, it's going to be resent, resentment there. And then the resentment is going to feel like it's coming from the other people too. Because like they see resentful and they think you're resentful. Exactly. Like they think they made you do something you didn't want. They made you not take that job, which is far away, just to be with them. And like, that's not what anyone wants. So you need to, once again, like when, when hearing this, your emotions are probably not going to feel super right. But you know, you can apply the knowledge from previous chapters and kind of deal with that too. Just embrace it, let it go for a second. And then when you're calm and not emotional, do the right decision. And more often than not, you're going to find that the right decision, it's always going more into your purpose. I feel like the perfect example for this, which you gave in the, in the book, was like the typical, I think, scenario, scenario for this, which was like in previous times, like the men had to leave, had to leave for work. So she, she, he was saying goodbye to his wife. Her wife, her, his wife was crying and just saying, please don't go, please don't go. And he says, I have yeah. to. And they both know at that moment that he, he really has to, because if he were to turn around and just say, Okay, fine, I won't go. I will stay with you. Okay, sure, she would feel a bit happy, but what after that, she would, she would be like, what's happening? That this, this isn't right, because she, she first would know that you abandoned your purpose, quote-unquote, for her. Yeah. So she, you abandoned the most important thing for yourself because of her. So she would feel guilty already. And then she, would, she wouldn't feel that you were as, as much of a man as you, as you would be if you had just gone and went to war or were your purpose quote unquote yeah and i think in that context i so, know uh, finish up finish up yeah so um, in that scenario i think that's the, the perfect like exaggerated version of what happens on a day-to-day life so you cannot you have to have the the guts and i'd say the like the maturity to to re- realize that it is a tough decision like to put your purpose first there yeah. will be consequences just like there is for everything Maybe sometimes you would really just want to be with your kids or with your wife. But deep down, you know that that's not what's going to fulfill you. And that's putting your purpose first is the, the right decision. And if you really look at it, I find that most men, like almost all of them, could find that, that to be the right decision. Yeah. And I think you also see this and you like fully experience the feeling of wanting to do that. When you see this uh, like dramatized in movies and TV shows, like when you see Rocky, it's like having that shitty job and grinding all that to at the end, just having his epic battle. That's yeah. kind of like the, the romantic version of what we're talking about here is he compromised everything for his path, for his purpose. And every movie you see about that, whether it's a war movie, a fighting movie, it doesn't matter. That's why I'm, even like in soccer or any sport, it's men willing to let to like give up their life to win the game. To give up everything for their path. Exactly. And that's why we men are so driven to those things and not so much to romantic comedies, for example. And on the opposite end, that's why women are... Like, if you say to a woman, do you like UFC or do you like uh, the Rocky movie or something like that? 90% of the time, they're going to say no. And even feel a bit disgusted. (laughs) If you see their face, like, I don't not really. But then if you say, like, oh, what's your, like... What do you think about The Notebook, the movie, for example? They're like, oh, my God, it's so nice. It's so romantic. I love yeah. it. Because that's what, what plays into their core. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Th- there's, there's a reason for 
things to be like they are or for people to be so driven to those types exactly. of things even even if unconsciously and it's so funny to see that most of most of our lives and most people we are unconscious to these things even though we we very naturally go yeah. towards them like like there's men never think about like oh why do i like soccer or why do i like yeah, that's, fighting that's and true. like you never and that's why when like people start telling us like feminist movements stuff like that telling oh we have to be more equal 50 50 that thing is bad it's, it's and then you see what people are actually driven to and it doesn't match at all yeah. you, you kind of see there's a problem with things and like just to give an overall in this book this was so good uh, for me in this moment of my life too because it just gave me permission in some things to do them to be like okay it's okay yeah. to focus on your fucking purpose more than anything else it's okay to act like a man to not compromise to be grounded in what the fuck you do it's okay and not exactly. only okay it's the, only it's the best option period it's yeah. the only option if you want to live a happy life if you want to be like a beta a male nice cuck, you can just do the other option but you know yeah. but yeah and the, now on to the next chapter which was one you kind of talked a bit before so i'm gonna let you start this one okay so so this is chapter eight which is you cut me a bit. Uh, I'll, okay, I'll, chapter, but... <laughs> I'll read the chapter and you can go into it. So the chapter is yeah, called yeah, sure. Lean Just Beyond Your Edge. Yeah. Okay, so this is like the, the concept we talked previously about the, the fear thing, which is not going balls to the wall, but also not sitting on your corner and expecting things to change. The, it's, the, the, the main takeaway is just really getting a bit out of your comfort zone and just pushing a little... A little bit over your edge, like he says, every day, in every, in really in everything you, you do. So just always be on that borderline of discomfort, just pushing it each day. You're just expanding it a little bit, a little yeah, bit, a little, little bit. bit, yeah. And every single day, that has an immense, just a really powerful effect on your life because it shows not only yourself but to other people that you are willing to face adversity. Every single day, you are willing to be in touch with your fears, which are most deepest, darkest uh, insecurities, and you're you're willing to hang out with them every day. That's that's one of the things that shows more character in a man than really anything else, because yeah. it, it it really shows you that you are in connection with your with your feelings. You acknowledge them, and you are still willing to act in despite of them. Yeah, which is like the most manly thing you can do, because. It's you facing a challenge, you knowing it doesn't feel good, but you knowing it's the right thing and doing it anyway. And a very important thing too is to, going back to the title again, lean just beyond your edge. It, it doesn't, it's not lean far beyond your edge, just a little bit every exactly. day. Because what that's going to do is your edge is going to start expanding. And day by day, slow, slowly, like in one year from now, if you do this every day and you look back, your edge is going to be immensely bigger you're going to be pushing to places you never thought were possible but this is done by a bit every day exactly like step by step which to me is uh, i have this personality type where i want to just go super like addictive type just do everything yeah, now just grind and it, it's you need to control yourself mm -hmm. it's it's probably harder to do this over long no it's, it is harder to do this over a long period of time controlled than it would be to just go 16 hours per day it for three is. months. And I think this is a side of self-discipline that people 
don't really talk about. So you're willing, you're most times you 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 hear about self discipline. Like I want to eat that cookie, but I'm not going to because I I value myself and I'm not going to let weakness take over. Okay, yeah, that's also self discipline. Yeah. But self discipline is also being willing to recognize your limitations, to being willing to recognize that I cannot go balls to the wall every day and expect to to manage yeah. this in on a long term. So it's actually in a, as weird as it may sound is it's restricting yourself in order for you to keep on keeping on in in the long term which i think i feel for me is the the really the most difficult part because if you don't do that you will eventually just give in to you just be too tired to do anything and you just have that that collapse where you will just give up on everything because you were so hard on yourself so yeah and to use like your your cookie example So, for example, if you're trying to eat less shit, maybe you eat one cookie per day. Maybe your best move is to eat half a cookie exactly. instead of eating no cookies. So start, I'm going to eat just half of the cookie for one week and then 25%. Because it's more manageable. Because even if one day you eat the cookie, yeah. then the next day you can just go back to exactly. half and, and so forth. As Yeah, like it goes back to the other thing we were talking about, which is don't... Yeah, you need to control yourself. Mm -hmm. It's a different type of discipline. It's not the... This deal with pain type of discipline is the one where you say to yourself, I know I have a breaking point. So to avoid yeah. that, I'm going to control myself, which can be very... It's really yeah. just disciplining your, your ego, which is like, yeah. I feel for me, is the yeah, most difficult too, thing. Yeah, for me There are some days, Jesus do, fucking Christ. Because <laughs> some days I just, I, just want, I just want to say, okay, I want to get muscles, so I, I'm just going to go to the gym every yeah. day. Yeah. Just, just fuck it. <laughs> That's all I want to do. And... I know that's not sustainable. And what, what and for example, going back to the cookie, the cookie thing, what what happens to most people if you if you really just okay, I'm not going to eat the cookie anymore. And you maybe you do it for one, two, three days. You don't eat the cookie, but then on the fourth day you're like, fuck, I really want the cookie. I'm fucking tired. Like I, I slept wrong. My broke my girlfriend broke with me. Life <laughs> shit. I, I'm just going to eat the fucking cookie. But then you don't just eat one cookie. You eat a fuck ton of cookies because. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like you feel that restrictment, and you want to just break through it. Men hate to be constricted, especially men. You're always seeking freedom. So when you impose those boundaries on you, and then when you finally break them, it just goes balls to the wall, and that's really not something you want yeah. to do. And uh, one thing that really helps me to um, like to keep going and to not overdo myself is just to like close my eyes and imagine myself in two years, and just be like. If I keep doing this for two years, yeah. where am I going to be? And just imagine a clear, very clear image and like, okay, breathe in, keep doing it. Yeah, but man, you know? this is like fucking also, hard. But like to that, there's also going to be moments where you need to be very David Goggins type of aggressive. Like, I'm just going to get this done. Because, for example, in my case, it's when I'm in the gym and like last set of whatever, like deadlift. And I'm my everything hurts and I just want to go upstairs and sleep. Yeah. What I what I imagine in those cases is I close my eyes too, and I imagine like I'm I'm in this arena and a spot a spotlight is on me, and then I, there's like big stands, but there's only one person standing there, and it's like me in two years mm -hmm. too, and like the only thing separating me from that person in two years is if I lift this fucking weight fifth, five <laughs> times in a row or not. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah that so that awesome. that really helps for me. Yeah. You know, and if it's especially hard, I imagine that person like kind of yeah. challenging me. Like, so little bitch, you're yeah, not going to do it? You're, you don't have what it takes <laughs> to be me? And yeah, that really helps me. Yeah, that's so, you know, a little quick <laughs> Nice. That's a good thought experiment. Okay.
Yeah, but you know, for me, it really helps. And yeah. if you want to try it, it's very <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> it's very motivating. But I kind of we were in chapter yeah. oh chapter eight oh at chapter nine I I kind of skipped over this one a bit, so I'm not gonna yes. lose a lot of time in this. Do you have anything? No, in I this feel one like can I we've already talk, talking a bit about the, this this concept. Okay. Oh, then chapter ten. I'm not gonna prolong myself too much on this, but it's pick men friends who are also on their path and aren't afraid to speak their truth about their lives or yours. Uh, it's also super important because there's that very used quote, uh, you are the average of the five people you hang the most around, which is very true. Like if you are around people who are uh, go-getters, who are high achievers, exactly. you are going to become more like them. And if you are around fuck-ups, you're going to become more like fuck-ups. They're going to exactly. try to drag you down. So practical tip, cut off the loser ones and slowly try to build more relationships yeah. like with high achiever ones. And if you're just starting or in, you're in a place where there's not a lot mm -hmm. of those, just do it online, and also, you know, just another good get thing, in a mastermind, stuff like that. To the concept of balance, make it easy on yourself. So just don't immediately eliminate all of your friends because most of them probably aren't even that bad. Just pick the biggest fuck up in your life and replace him with someone positive, with, with someone who makes you, you notice that makes you feel better. So just pick, just pick one of the, like the biggest fuck up friend you have and switch them out. Just do that in, like over the course of one month. Just like do one one by month, one for a month. And eventually you'll have a great circle of friends and just because you have excluded all of the fuck-ups that are dragging you down. So also don't don't, don't just go ball to the wall and yeah. like message all of your friends saying, fuck you guys, I hate you. I need, I need new friends. You're dragging me down, <laughs> <Yeah>. you fuck-ups. <laughs> right now, I just imagine like a very joko thing to do be like you were just tell every friend and just be like relationship yeah, over right. out <laughs> and then that would be it yeah you don't need to do that yeah, and you can still like... see them but just don't see them as often and focus on other things yeah. don't maybe don't go out for coffee with them every day or don't do the the activities you know are fun when you do it with them but they lead nowhere in your life yeah exactly and also uh in this chapter it was, it was really good the way he he went about as how to using not using that's kind of a bad word, but how to taking advantage of your of your men friends. So when you're making like a decision or when you're in the size about something, run it through them. So don't like it's a really good if you have really like solid friendships. Most probably, they will know what what is good for you if they are really good friendships. So whenever you are struggling with a, a, a decision or some something that happened in your life, maybe you're not really sure if you did the right thing or if you're on the right or on the wrong run it run through all of your man friends and see what the average response is that's probably right because yeah. if, if if anyone if, if everyone's saying it's most definitely it's probably true if you given if you're on, on the right circle of friends that's the key thing yeah. because if you're with fuck ups maybe just just trying to drag you down so the the key the key thing here is get a good circle of friends and then run your decisions through them. Maybe not decisions, but whenever you are feeling like a big important decision or something bad is going on, just go through them and follow their advice. Yeah. yeah. And that to that one thing, you can only get a good circle of friends if you are good yourself. So exactly. don't expect to, to get those friends by being the same piece of shit you may be right now. Mm -hmm. You know, first, like, it's a gradual process. Like you were saying, it's as you grow, you will also naturally kind of like give away more of your current friends and kind of connect better with 
your new high achiever friends. So once again, step by step, day by day, slowly. Not you don't need to cut everyone off and just build like ten new friends today. Yeah, hey, what's up? You know, just just yeah. slowly, yeah. And uh, now I want to go to a chapter I really liked, which is chapter eleven. And uh, let me just read the title of this one, which is called "If You Don't Know Your Purpose, Discover It Now." And this may sound very like yeah, simple, just, just you know. Do it. Just discover your purpose. Just do it. And first of all, if you don't know it or you don't have any idea of where to go, I would say that should be your number one priority right now. To find something. First of all, find something where you you can dedicate yourself and you would enjoy the result of dedicating yeah. yourself to that. And then, like this quote really hit home for me, which is about finding your purpose and. This is it. The superior man is not seeking for fulfillment through work and women because he's already full. For him, work and intimacy are opportunities to give his gifts and be vanished in the bliss of giving. And to bring this back to the purpose thing is you can only find your purpose by not kind of needing your purpose, which is kind of a, a weird thing. Yeah, but if you, you really need, oh man, I really need the purpose, yeah. then you're not going to find it. However, if you kind of like give up that idea, and just focus on doing something good. Maybe it's your job, your your artistic project, doesn't matter. By doing that, you'll find your purpose. It will kind of sneak up on you kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of the, this really goes back to also a really good book, one of my favorites, which is The Subplot of Not Giving a Fuck, which is sometimes you need to give less fucks about the things for, in order for you, if you really want something, some, maybe sometimes you just need to give less of a fuck about it and just actually yeah. do something. So maybe if you're always saying, like, I need to find my purpose in life, I don't know what's my passion, just stop talking about it and go go do good stuff. Try out new things. That's most probably the way you'll yeah. find you'll find it. So keeping on keeping keep making it the the full the like the sole focus of your life is I think is not it's a really bad way to go about it because that just puts a lot, a lot of pressure on, on, on you and all of the things you do, which eventually just saps out the, the, the energy you're looking from it. Yeah, I think um, it's more of, I would say, if you start to act right now as you would like to act when you have a purpose, quote-unquote, then yeah, that, that will eventually appear. But like once again, you have to be patient and willing to try new things and not be attached to what you are right now or oh, I'm the soccer player, I'm the guy who skis. You, know, you need to be willing to try new things. Maybe it's things that, no, not maybe, it's things that put you in a discomfort state. Maybe it's dancing, maybe it's acting classes, maybe it's stuff like that. Because one thing I notice in myself, the more I deal with like uh, uncomfortable situations or fear, anxiety type of things, the more you kind of understand yourself too because you kind of distance yourself more from your, your thoughts. Because, you know, like, yeah. maybe you're very anxious to do something and then you do it and you're like, oh, that wasn't even as close to being as bad as I thought it, would gonna, it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, all this, it's, it's okay. And you start to not take things personally. Exactly. That's why I think a lot of uh, old people being wiser is because of that. Because they learn how to deal. They experience so much that by the end, they're like, oh, it's just another thing I'm experiencing. Yeah. That's why what I feel like a lot of it comes from. Exactly. I feel like, yeah, this chapter is really important. Yeah. It's a brief uh, one. Moving f- yeah, and moving forward from now, I, I didn't, like, uh, put any 
chapters anymore because I read the rest on the bus and I like couldn't write this up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, we're gonna go back to the the women thing. I I think it's chapter like twenty something. He deals with this, and it's when dealing with women, you must expect challenges, and like don't look at them as something bad. Instead, recognize them recognize them as opportunities to show your best manly self, which kind of goes back a bit to what we were saying before, but kind of just uh, gives it even even a more um, how is it? even a better perspective because it's not only to not see them as bad but good like this is an opportunity for your relationship to grow mm -hmm. even stronger because it's like she's she's gonna she's testing you even if she doesn't know she's doing it and like she's gonna always do it and now it's your time to prove you are worthy of it kind of thing not not the best word worthy of it but it's time to prove you're a man yeah. kind of thing mm -hmm. exactly i feel like this book just it It surprised me because it ended up being a lot about relationships when I wasn't really expecting it. Uh, and and it, I think it's really, very important because it really teaches you how to deal with like, with relationships in a yeah. productive way. So not, not only on the typical way that you most that you usually see books, which is like, okay, yeah, just the, this is the way that your relation get, relationship can be perfect. And she'll never get mad at you again, and everything will be fine. That's not really the realistic way. Your women, like realistically, will always be getting a bit upset and emotional and mad at you over over dumb the dumb things. And this is what you may call challenges. So instead of yes, yeah, it's, it's really what he said. Instead of looking them as something bad, something to avoid, something that should be eliminated from the relationship, you should recognize them. As what they really are, which is our, they are opportunities for you to improve on yourself, to to know how to yeah to to express your manliness to 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 your woman. So relationships in this aspect, they they aren't something that should be like uh, free of of problems, and you know, I, which I think is the the most typical way to look at it. They're like people. I think I feel like most people look at them like bonus in life. They're the reward for all the other things you do, hmm. which, in truth, I feel I feel like there's just more more work for you to improve on, and it's really a message that I needed to to hear, and that this book I think really conveys in a in really an excellent in an excellent manner. Yeah, for sure, and it's um, and it's also like very much like the yin and yang symbol, which is I'm I'm so sad that the yin and yang symbol has been so overused for like cheesy tattoos and shit like that because it's so perfect <laughs> man it's it just represents like for example for this concept it just illustrates it so well yeah, yeah. yeah. It can for and then so many it's like things. fuck i can't use yeah. the symbol anymore oh, god damn it like i would love to have a, a this is kind of a side tangent but i would love to have a yin and yang tattoo but then i would just look like a retard so you know <laughs> yeah, just look like you look like the biggest yeah you, you can't have everything <laughs> yeah, but yeah <laughs> going back to this uh yeah it's a good it's a good thing yeah. and the reason why they're gonna challenge you and or they're gonna things are gonna appear of this nature it's because you need to remember they're not like you and like the more feminine a woman is gonna be the less she's gonna like discipline and and like she's gonna be more chaotic like period that's the feminine yeah. it's, it's chaos and you as a man like mm -hmm. not to repeat myself too much you need to learn how to navigate within that chaos and 
the way you do that is not exactly. by trying to calm, like trying to calm down the chaos. Oh, don't please chaos, don't get out of place. No, it's kind of my like yeah. let the fucking chaos free and know that she can count on you yeah. to be like the rock in the relationship. Like you, it's mm-hmm. you're not emotionally gonna react to that kind of thing. You are very sure of what you're gonna do and you're gonna do that. Like just because she says something, That's- you're not gonna change. Which feels kind of weird to say and for a lot because for so many times like the advice was not that it was just like oh no you're gonna need to see where both of you stand and very logical type of thing you just talk talk about no maybe sometimes you most of the times you don't need it's not talking about it yeah yeah it's not even it may involve words but it's not the words that matter kind of thing exactly which is so it's 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 your intention it makes so much sense but until this you were like completely blind you're just like oh God damn, I was uh, I was not doing this thing right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah, I just like that's like multiple times throughout the book. I was just like recalling on old situations. I'm like, fuck, I did this yeah. the wrong way. It could have been yeah, so much sure. easier. And yeah, it's just like yeah, this book just ended up being really a surprise in the way it ended relationships. Oh yeah, like this is like if you are reading this and you, and you kind of like felt the same things we we're kind of we we're describing. We felt ourselves. This is gonna be such an eye opener. Like I can't I can't describe yeah. it even as close to as good as he describes this all of this. And like multiple times throughout the book, I just had period, moments of like, oh shit, like like clicked something just clicked, and now it makes sense. Because yeah, I yeah. feel like this advice, also, um, even though all all men are gonna read it and gonna re- resonate with it. It's just being, it's been suppressed kind of thing, or not suppressed, but it's its not that readily available, and it's not yeah. common knowledge, common sense. Like, no, your dad's not going to tell you about this. Your grandfather is not going to tell you about this. Because, you know, they don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's been, because it's so looked yeah. down upon by society. I feel like, yeah, I feel like most people, I, I, even, I don't even feel good saying this, this kind of things, because I know that... The, Someone's listening to this and just rolling yeah. their eyes like, oh, here goes another insecure, yeah. toxic masculinity piece of, piece of shit. And I'm like, that's really not, like, I, I can't stress this enough. We are not looking down on femininity. That's really not what's going on here. Even when we're saying that the feminine is chaos, that's never said yeah. in a mm-hmm. negative way because it's, it goes back to the yin and yang thing. The order mm-hmm. seeks out chaos. Just exactly. as chaos seeks out order, so for the mask, it's the the, pol- the polarity thing. The masculine will always be tempted towards chaos, and the chaos will always be tempted towards order. So you need that's why, as a man, you really need to be really in check with yourself because chaos, by its nature, will just try to tear you down. All the structures that you built, all the things that you've that you've made for yourself, because that's just it, that's its, its energy. It's looking to spread itself. Yeah. But what it's really looking for is is that that concept of a man, of the rock that will not change, will not move his his ideals just because of the is just because of chaos of things going on around him. Yeah. And that's really what you have to be for for women for a for a feminine energy to be attracted to you. Yeah, and for her to like truly be able to. To be yourself with you, you know, because I feel like most yeah. women too. It's probably even worse for women because they, with most guys, if they were to 
like truly express themselves yeah we guys are just gonna be like oh she's always so emotional she's always she doesn't solve her problems yeah it's also a real real problem and i feel like it's even worse for women because as men it's very easy not very easy but it's you have a solution for this it's just like oh you become more of this but as women you kind of need to expect the other part to do its part you know it's never even let's say in a dating situation what does if a man wants a new girlfriend even though it may be hard and uncomfortable you can just go out and talk to new women and that's where the relationship kind of starts well where it's the the man the masculine taking initiative but mm-hmm. if you're a woman you can just like not to, <laughs> i'm glad this podcast is not too big because i would get fucked up for this but <laughs> it's like you kind of just have to be pretty and wait you know <laughs> yeah and that's it and that's why I'm, I'm very glad to be a man and i feel like this is worse on women like this the feminine when femininity not femininity when feminism is taken to extremes it hurts more women than men exactly because they also look down femininity yeah it's really fucking strange how feminism like (laughs) they can look down on masculinity and femininity at the same time like (laughs) what the fuck i feel like the because it's it's the like the the intention even though it matters very few it's it's a good intention kind of thing it's Oh, they just want to be equal, quote unquote. But yeah. we're not supposed to be equals. Exactly. And I get they're they're trying to be equals in like pay and wherever, even though that's not a problem. But not to <laughs> get another, distracted here. Old talk. It's like all different talk. In in social socially, we're not supposed to be equal. Yeah. Men are not supposed to act in the same way as women. Yeah. Because if they were to, then no one is happy. Everyone is is angry and upset and resentful towards each other. Because Deep down, we both know what we want. But if we're given the wrong strategy, then shit's just not going to work out. And I feel like that's just what feminine, fe- feminism gives yeah, us. Like in this moment, it's just like... The wrong it's just strategy. Like they, it's just like giving the short end of the stick to everyone. Just because you're taking away yeah. masculinity from men, which is in, in a definite crisis. And you're taking away femininity from women which really needs to be there and should not be being taken away. So you're just like yeah. fucking up both, both genders for, I don't know what, just for this random utopian idea of, of equality yeah. of the... Even going back to like the, even going back to the Gillette yeah. commercial, which if you didn't see, it was like about toxic masculinity and oh, men yeah. need to change, whatever. There, the scene of like, uh, so this, there's this guy, so a, a pretty lady walks by there's a guy on the street and he's like oh shit and he it looks like he's going to go and approach her and then this guy just gets out of the the barbershop and he's like bro please bro like that was a bad thing i feel like that's where where it's most noticeably is in that that's where i feel like men have been most repressed and shamed it's like why wouldn't you be able to just go to a a girl you find attractive and just talk to her and see what happens yeah that's the that's the natural Mm -hmm. that's what you feel like you want to do exactly Moving on. Yeah. yeah, I feel like for the for the book, I uh, I have no more notes. Do you yeah, have anything I, else just you like, want to share on this? I just like to say, and maybe to c- conclude a bit on this book, is that if you are going to read it, stick to it because I know for myself there were times where I was really rolling my eyes because sometimes it gets really fucking woo woo. Just like <laughs> yeah. for example, there is this, a chapter called "Ejaculating Up Your Spine." Just like. You can't read that and not do a little bit of an eye roll and giggle a bit. But yeah. even that chapter was fucking nice. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a bit more we of didn't a go too much into that, that side yeah. of things. But but it's 
Yeah, and there's things you you're gonna feel yeah, like because a bit it's uncomfortable so, kind of thing. So out of what you you've heard, I, I feel like, but that's also good. That's a good thing because yeah, that's where you you find the best advice is where you're really not looking for it. So and this book was that for me because yeah, it, it speaks like yeah. in a sort of like a almost like seems like a Buddhist kind of religious tones, but his message his message is really good. The book. Is, is really fucking good. The way it handles relationships is one of the, I think, most useful I've ever encountered. And really, the it For opened sure. up so many doors by just letting me know that it's it's okay to go with the with my natural desires and feelings in, in, in relationships, in life, as a man especially. Yeah, for sure. I think it's just like perfect in that sense. And that is it for today's podcast, guys. Thank you so much if you are still here. I hope you had a blast. I'm sure my brother also hopes you had a blast. And we'll see you next week. Peace.